Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one of the Film Core Cast, a podcast where we do movie reviews and talk everything film. I'm your host, James Paul Shepard, and with me today is Josh Shepard. Hello. Josh Redemar. What's up? And Dylan Painter. Hello. On this episode, we are talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. And you guys know what? We're getting off topic. So let's get into it. What's going on, guys? How have you guys been? How has the week's been since we have not been on? I think in two weeks. We haven't had a podcast in two weeks. How have you guys been? Pretty good. I've been, jo- been Jones and I've been Jones and to get back with you, man. I've been I've been struggling, James. It is a struggle. What about you, Josh? Shepard? Anything down there? We need to come up with nicknames on the podcast. We're gonna I mean we got Badger, <laughs> but with the yeah. two Joshes, if they're gonna be on episodes together, we're definitely gonna need yeah, we're gonna have to get we're gonna have to get some uh some uh cool names for you guys shepherd what's up what have you been up to in the past couple weeks nothing new just working on family life that's that's what it's all about the family life what about you redamar anything exciting uh, happen uh i am getting ready for a wedding in two days not mine uh it's my buddy's wedding <laughs> so i just did a whole lot of running around trying to get everything ready to help him out are nice. you in it yes i am nice awesome uh yeah so we're gonna start this off with this used to be what the film core channel uh we are changing the name starting with this film because it's so big we figured we'd use this one to change the name um we're gonna be the film core cast a podcast about everything filmmaking so this is gonna be episode one but just to let you guys know so you're not confused when you see some what for the film core episodes further back on the channel this is the new thing starting with 2022 and uh, going forward, so we're super excited about that. But everybody came here because of the most hyped-up movie, I think, in the longest time. I think it's been it was more hyped than like Endgame and the last Avenger movies, which were so amazing. I think this one even got more hyped than that. So we are going to get off starting with Spider-Man. His identity is now revealed. Peter has ask Doctor Strange for help. When a spell goes wrong, dangerous foes from the other worlds start to appear, forcing Peter to discover what it truly means to be Spider-Man. Now, the screenplay was written by Chris McKenna and Eric Summers. Of course, it was based on Stan Lee's comic book character, Spider-Man, starring Tom Holland, Zendaya, Benedict Cumberbatch, and many others. There's just so many people in this film which is, it's it's awesome. Um, critics given it a 94. The first, like, I think on Thursday it was at 100%, but mm-hmm. then people actually saw the movie and they're like, okay, we can't give it 100%. Um, audience are at 99%, which yes. they're, they're almost there at that 100%, um, but there are some people out there that would say some things about it. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, $240 million budget on this film with the filming and the uh, marketing and stuff from it. Yet, just this weekend, they have made $253 million 
worldwide. So covering that budget and some, and it's only the first weekend. Uh, we were just talking about it a little earlier. I I think they're going to beat um, Infinity War at the 258. I think they'll beat that for the uh, the highest, but I don't think this movie will reach in games 357 million. I don't think he'll do it. Uh, not opening weekend, no. Yeah. No. Because it's mean, already, it's almost done. Well, By I the mean, time you hear this podcast, it'll be done. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. Uh, podcast is before they end the, the box office on Sunday. So we'll see. Um, You know what? Let's start it off with Dylan. I think the biggest Spider-Man fan here, because eh, he even has know. Spider-Man markings. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I do. I do have one tattoo. It is a, it is a Spider-Man <laughs> tattoo. Yeah, that's that is right. So like when when, you know, when they're taking care of my body, they're gonna be like, this guy really likes Spider-Man. And, you know, <laughs> so what are your thoughts? <laughs> Put me lay me down. I uh, I absolutely love this movie. And so there's one thing from from far from home that I really liked. Sorry to just go back one movie, but Far From Home, that, that scene where uh, Mysterio makes him see everything and and he's, you know, really struggling with, like, who he is and, you know, it didn't really, like, talk about it so much, but you could kind of tell because he couldn't, he wasn't relying on, like, his true sense, you know, so Mysterio took advantage of him. That scene is arguably one of the best scenes in any Spider-Man movie, in my opinion. I love that scene. It's just the cinematography, all of it. It's so crazy. And so I went into it with, like, dude, I don't know if I'm going to like this movie better than I like Far From Home, because I really enjoyed Far From Home. Um, and it really, man, it just takes off so fast that you have no time to, to like, really think this movie's just start nonstop and um i mean ultimately without getting too far into the end i loved it i loved it i loved it so much um every i mean and especially if you're in a theater with like a hype crowd man it was it was uh it was pretty good every time something cool happened um we got to see his new lawyer we got to see you know all sorts of, of cool stuff like different nods to um there's a few easter eggs in from from the hawkeye series like there's a lot that they did in this show that like in in the you know I don't know the film term. I'm going to need to watch the podcast to learn this stuff. Uh, but, um, you know, what is actually going on? And then it is just major story, major story. Aunt May truly became like the, I don't know. I think we all kind of had a conception that she's just like a young, whatever, like just kind of extra, but really her as a character really like made huge imprints in this movie. And I, I really like that because we didn't have an uncle Ben to make those kind of imprint imprints. And in this movie, it gave us that in the form of aunt may, um, which honestly was a lit. I don't know, man, arguably better just because maybe it was something different. You know, I, I really liked it. Um, but uh, yeah, like I said, without really talking about how much I loved the very end, which we'll do. Little, little little bit that's that's my take man i love this movie i i would definitely give it a 99 i mean i'd give it a 99 percent. if we'd have had madam madam webb in it i'd have been like 115 i lost oh, i'd yeah. lose my mind <laughs> but uh yeah yeah that uh that was one of my theories but anyway that i loved it i thought it was a great great movie absolutely worth the ticket go see it go see it if you haven't and if you have seen it 
go again. You know, let's get it. Let's help it be in game. Yes. Uh, Josh <laughs> Shepard. Yeah. Uh, you agree or disagree? No, I totally agree. Um, I was excited through the whole movie. Um, just seeing everything that unfolded and stuff. And even some of the stuff that was kind of obviously not in the trailer. Um, but some scenes that are in the trailer, but were done differently specifically for the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, yeah, I'm right there. It was excitement, um, hype all the way through. Um, definitely to me, it lived up to the hype. Um, and then some definitely, uh, everything just really came together for me. Um, and on his, he's definitely right about the Aunt May thing that just, that character definitely really just came through. Um, with his third movie and stuff and just overall everybody's characters and stuff even with you know MJ and Ned and stuff everybody's just kind of really like kind of they upped the game for their characters how they basically grew throughout the three movies and everything mm-hmm. and it was overall all the way to the end great movie alright so we got two for the movie being great Josh Redemar are you going to throw us off course here, or are you going to be right on track? Uh, no, no, I, I would say I'm right on track, only because I did really enjoy the film. I honestly believe certain bits of it should have been a little bit more drawn out. I would have liked to have seen the movie be a little bit longer, uh, just to answer a little bit more questions and yeah. address some certain, uh, I guess, character growth that we were seeing. Uh, I felt like um, the relationship between uh, MJ and Peter should have had a little bit more depth to it, other than just like, Oh, hey, we're uh, high school uh, boyfriend and girlfriend, and that's about it, you know? And it took them, I think, almost the entire movie just to land a simple kiss, really. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but overall, Boilers. I think... Huh? <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> that's, not, that's, that's not a real spoiler. <laughs> I know. They, they do it in the commercial. But uh, I, I would say overall, um, I definitely really enjoy it. Uh, I was actually... Um, you know, going in extremely hyped and just like everybody in the crowd, every time something happens, yep. I'm clapping for it. You know, because I, I just thought it was a great film. Um, my only uh, upset is they didn't fix the lizard. Yeah, they made his t-shirt. Oh, <laughs> I but, liked that. I really did. I thought it was. I thought it was a nice touch. Well, if, if we if we take it back to the Android Garfield movie, when you see him, they actually showed the concept of what Doctor Connor's Lizard Man could have looked like, and that would have been much more closely related to the animated series and the comics. But somehow we got the Ninja Turtle treatment. It <laughs> yeah, just didn't yeah. get there. That's and a... <laughs> that was, I mean, that was my biggest pet peeve then. It's my biggest pet peeve now. Okay, that you know? scene in, in Amazing Spider-Man where he's smelling for Peter, it gets me every time. I hate it because he goes, yeah. like, I hate it, dude. I, listen, I, hate I, don't, it. I don't know if you guys have ever watched uh, Teen Wolf on MTV, but there's, oh, a, a, there's a, a monster in the bestiary called the Kenema, and it literally looks like the fucking <laughs> lizard, just not as big. <laughs> if you ever get a chance to watch it the minute that guy pops up you guys are going to fall out of your chair laughing remembering this moment yeah <laughs> i mean i mean I, I i do agree with you on that the the cg of the lizard was not not the best um so one thing i have to i have to disagree with you on one thing there josh 
Um, of course, because besides, you do. <laughs> I mean, we're going to start off with one thing. Uh, I believe the movie should have been a lot shorter. It was two and two hours and 15 minutes, way too long. I dozed off, I don't know how many times, on this movie being drawn out and sappy and just, it was just stupid dialogue that didn't need to be added in there just to make it romantic and it just there was multiple scenes where it was just like oh my god please just go just can we get to a different scene stop dragging and dragging and dragging this movie was a good movie it was really good not better than the two spider-mans before that not not even close the story of this one i think was super lacking they could have done so much more for this story on this film. The way that they they did it, I just think it was did not live up to the hype. I feel like if I if it did not get hyped up, I would have felt more pleased out of the theater oh. when I left the theater. Like, okay, this is cool. Good Spider-Man movie, just like the first two. But the hype that this movie got did not live up to it at all. Not even didn't even come close. Do the bars up here? The, the hype's up here and that movie's like right in here somewhere it did not it couldn't i mean it needed a lot more to make i i don't I, it was a story for me uh the visuals were were really good um on some of the th- like the doctor strange visuals as they are in all the movies are really cool all the particles and stuff that they use for and that little wrist thing that he has and that stuff's really cool um his suit you're gonna have to defend to the all these statements later <laughs> the suit's still definitely uh the suit's still the same um i feel like it could have been a lot better but it's still a good movie i i will stand by it like i told josh earlier shang chi was way better than this movie hands down what? didn't get the hype that this movie got but it's hands down oh. better than this movie um so i i still say phase four shang chi is still my favorite marvel movie this didn't do it for me. With that being said, we're going to let you guys know right now is the time that you either skip forward a few minutes. I don't know how many minutes because we're going to start getting into spoilers. So if you have not seen the film yet, go ahead and turn off the podcast or skip forward because we're going to get into the nitty gritty of really why we like this movie or why we did not like this movie. So we're going to give you a couple seconds of silence. Let's get into it, guys. Let's do some spoilers, because I'm going to start off right here, because I have to defend myself. Yes, you do. Oh, you definitely do. When they brought in, (laughs) that was the slowest and most stupidest way to bring in the two Spider-Mans from the previous movies. Dumbest way to do it. Should have never happened. It could have been so much cooler. I would have been... I I I somewhat actually agree with you. I would have been more engaged if Peter Parker, Tom Holland, was fighting somebody, and then... Andrew Garfield comes to a portal and show he's like, whoa, and he comes through and accidentally kicks Lizard. And that was that scene in that trailer that cut out. And that would have been like, oh, cool. Awesome. So when you first see Andrew Garfield, he opens up the portal. You see Andrew Garfield. I was like this. Andrew Garfield. Okay, cool. Cool. And then uh, Tobey Maguire comes in. Oh, wow, he looks old. Okay, it's Tobey Maguire. Cool. Everybody else is like, everybody else is like, oh, it's Tobey Maguire. It's Andrew Garfield. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, like as, soon as, as soon as he opened the portal and he yelled Peter and he just turned around and he was in the alley, like, I, like the guy who was behind me is like, oh, okay. Like, because I said, 
oh andrew garfield he's like oh really and he comes through and he takes his ma- it's andrew garfield i'm like yeah you didn't see that coming it's andrew garfield it's like the crappiest way to bring him in um so okay. me me personally the best part of the movie the most like oh moment of that whole movie was charlie cox hands down oh yeah hands down right. the only thing that i did not know did not get hyped up to was charlie cox being the freaking lawyer and i mean keeping the comedy in that they always keep in where he catches that rock and he's like how'd you do that i'm a good lawyer mm-hmm. i mean i'm a really good lawyer yeah that mm-hmm. that is hands down the best part uh fight scenes were very underwhelming i I mean, it did, I don't know. It was, I did not get super excited for this film as I'm watching the film as I should. There's so much they could, they show much they could have done. Mm. There's definitely more that they could have done. Absolutely. Yeah. I really and this is why it. I said the movie should have been longer, not shorter. Not shorter. Yeah. Right. I'm, no. I'm with you. And it's weird to say that on a movie that's over two and a half hours long, you but, know, but I agree with, I agree with Renamar. Like, I'll, 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 I'll be able to defend and explain what I'm getting at. So I do agree with you when I thought, you know, the way they introduced both of the extra Spider-Men were, it, it was a bit redundant. It was like, really, that's how we're doing it. I think, honestly, um, you know, when you see the battle on the bridge, what should have happened was the portal would have basically, from how they explained these villains got sucked in, each one of them was already doing battle with a Spider-Man, which means they should have fallen through the portal with their Spider-Man, you know? Yep. Or at least their Spider-Man would have made it to that universe at the same time. And when Tom Holland would have came up on the bad guy, they would have also been in the middle of fighting their own Spider-Man. Yep. That would have made more sense to me. This way, you know, you get more continuity, you're getting more screen time, you're getting more story development. Because you know, I thought one of the funniest things was when Andrew Garfield's trying to explain who he is and the friends are like, yeah, you're not Peter. And he's like, all right. And he's hanging from the roof with one hand. And then he's got to climb it and then get the spider web down. That to me was hilarious. But I felt like so, we could have gotten more out of that with more of an action sequence had they just been introduced in a combat scenario. Yeah. I thought the battle on the bridge was fantastic. I thought uh, when the goblin came in there, it was like, oh shit, you know? But, again, I just felt like something like that, had they made it maybe a half hour longer just to give us those fight scenes, or not even a half an hour, maybe like 15 minutes longer and give us an extra five-minute fight scene of each of them, it would have been better. Why? Yeah, but see, that's where you're talking about making it longer. They didn't need to make it any longer. Just take out the climbing on the ceiling and replace that with coming in fighting. We, I okay. mean, it was funny. It what? was. It was funny. But it was something unnecessarily put in there that they did not need to put in there. Like it, it did. It brought nothing to the movie at all, except for maybe a small chuckle. But it, it didn't like engage me anymore because he's hanging from the ceiling and gets a spider web. It, one hundred percent, should have cut out the whole fighting in the dining room. Um, you're, you're Peter. I mean, they didn't even do that from the from the animated series. You're Peter. You're Peter. Like we didn't, we didn't get. <laughs> I mean, it did. It was so underwhelming the way that they brought them in. I, I. I mean, there's nothing that I could do to say otherwise. I mean, there's you're not going to change my mind. I, I think the way that they brought them in, the reason why they had those specific scenes with the kids is because you got to remember, Tom Holland's not the only star of the film. You have Zendaya, and then you've got, uh, I 
can't remember the Asian kid's name off the top of my head, but th- their characters have quirks in terms of their acting, and you know you only get to see them in scenes like that where they're trying to prove right. he's Spider-Man because they're the ones that are having that dialogue with him. Whereas if it was anybody else and it was just Peter or whatever, they would have just like probably started swinging on each other before they figured out who's who and what's what. Yeah. But it's not. And, a, it's a Spider-Man movie. It's Spider-Man. It's not Spider-Man mm-hmm. and Friends. So we don't need all the di- like a couple scenes like when they were helping Doc Ock. That's cool. Have that dialogue in there. But to have their own scene for them to be the ones that bring Spider-Man in. Uh, I think it was mainly meant for uh, like for like a better term, crowd control. That way, like we could like as an audience adjust that they really are here, you know what I mean? And not be missing something like an action scene and also trying to process that, holy cow, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, there is a multiverse and that they are a part of it. Like, you know, I I think that that is the true reason why. Because if they'd have been like, boom, action, people would have just been like burning theaters down. Like, I can't you know like i mean not really but you get what i'm saying like like they just it gave time to process you know what i mean and um yeah and that's and and it happened when he needed them the most right right after aunt may died right when he's on the rooftop and they come to him I, i i think that there was a lot of thought process but i i do think i'll admit james i think you have a point that especially about Tobey Maguire's, where he's just like, normal clothes, everything. Weird, what was that weird moment between Ned's grandma and Tobey Maguire? Like they knew each other. Like yeah. right? it was weird, right? Like it was. There was something weird about that moment. Like I don't know. Like I, I don't know. It was well, just very odd. Why? So my question is, the the spell is what brought the villains in. Why was it Ned that had to bring in them? Like they should already been I, with the the spell. Well, they, if they were crossing over, I don't think they were on the same planet. They were lost. They they had they no idea where lost. they were. They had no idea what was happening. Where the villains, at least Doc Ock and and um, uh, Goblin, Goblin Amen. figured it out quickly because he yeah Goblin went to Aunt May and um. And Auk, you know, he he actually saw with his own eyes, like, whoa, this is not my Peter. And so, like, they got a little head start, whereas, like, Andrew and Toby, man, they could have been in New York for a long time and not even realize that they were in a different universe. Yeah, like, exactly. you know, I'm... I think... Toby, because obviously he was not even in a Spider-Man costume. He was no. street yeah. clothes. Yeah, I mean, so, he had I mean, it locked and loaded, but, you know... Yeah. He, oh, yeah. a, a part of me doesn't think that they were actually in the same universe at that time. Because how could you not notice that your villains are running amok in the city, destroying things, and ki- yeah, that you've killed people? Because you're gonna hear it. I mean, potholes, the, guys, come on. Good point. Exactly. They they would have picked up on all that, and but apparently they didn't. And in each of their scenes, it's not that like they're looking for the bad guy when they appear. It's kind of like, huh, I'm walking in an alley. Um, oh, hope you don't mind. I'm gonna you're walk right. through this portal. Yeah. Maybe they weren't. Maybe yeah. they weren't in that's the what same. I, that's what I got from it. They were in. They were in their own universes, and he brought them through because they were just doing their things. They didn't but look confused until that, they came through the portal. That that is a definitely a and, solid point, but I don't and, think his sling ring can actually do that. 
he has the yeah. power to transport well, to a different location, place, but not right. into a different universe. He, that's I, I, can't I, do that. I think after that spell, yeah, I think those, that's what it was too. The, and were... think about it at the when we get towards the end, and that spell blows up, the universe literally starts to crack. Yeah, you know, we we see the lines that we saw in the What If series appearing right. up in the sky. So dimensions were literally cr crashing into one another. So it's only safe to to assume that we were looking at, you know, P each of these Peters was either in their own universe still. Because you got to remember, Ned doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He's just waving his hand. He tried it like 10 different times, and then he finally Peter. got to another Peter. Yeah. yeah. So go get Peter. Which <laughs> one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's really yeah. what it came down to. And then uh, we ended I mean, up with the other Peters. That's definitely a good point, but I mean, at that point, still the the spell was con contained still in that box, so there was no really no rips in it in well, the universe until. Th that's the thing. the The spell itself would have been the full rip if it was actually gone. But the fact that a part of it did happen, and he said they were bringing things through, that already showed that there was already a slight tear, because that's how they were coming in to begin with. Just the fact that there was a tear, so you didn't get a full rip until the final thing was happening. But it's safe, to, in my opinion, it's safe to say that, the, that one could have fell into the other dimension and come in through that the exact same way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, so some plot holes, definitely. Um, it. I, I I know you guys really enjoyed the scenes, um, but that fight scene at the end to me was underwhelming. It did not have enough action in it. Uh, it was just mostly just running around on the rafters while things were falling. It didn't, the fights, the best fight is the part where they show in the trailer that they edited it out, where they're swinging in and they're all coming slow-mo. Uh, a lot of it was just, and the, I mean, I know Spider-Man's the na friendly neighborhood Spider-Man's, I just feel like it was so sappy the way that, oh, we got to give them a second chance. Let's give everybody a second chance. Let's, let's. I, I don't I, I don't know. I do like the rage. I, I do like the rage Spider Man, uh Tom Holland when uh oh, yeah. Aunt May died. Oh, yeah. I did like this was becoming a murderer. That was, some, that was some good fight right there. Cause you felt that behind it. It wasn't a I'm holding my punches and then to Toby Maguire comes in and just just yeah, trying that, to stop part, him from yeah. turning to what they did because they already did that in their own universes. They went right. that dark route. You know, what I, I I think is interesting. I don't think everyone's uh, give, given it much thought either. Um, so you see, in my opinion, you see a different level in strength between the Spider-Mans based on the, the age. Because you have P, uh, young Peter, who's literally, I mean, he's, he's, like you said, he's not pulling punches. He's going all out. When he attempts to kill the goblin at the end, he's huffing and puffing. When uh, Tobey Maguire stops the shield... He's not grunting. He's not huffing and puffing. He's literally just looking at him. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's like um, when you look at um, that show from uh, from Amazon, Invincible. You got mm -hmm. the young Viltrumite who's huffing and puffing, <clears throat> fighting his dad. Who and his dad is like not even breaking a sweat. Joking. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. he, so that that's the level of strength that you, I'm seeing the difference of. You got Tom Holland huffing and puffing because he's gasping for as he's going all out. And then you see a different level in strength coming from from uh, Tobey Maguire, yeah. And it's that strength right there that I think um, you know you, you see in the fighting with the Goblin because 
Goblin was strong as shit, apparently. Man. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, probably yeah. slammed him through what? Eight floors in that building? Eight floors. It was, yeah. He uh, slammed him up and down. Yeah. Yeah. He was whooping Tom's ass. Like, there was, <laughs> there was no doubt about that. I mean, I honestly, uh, for, well, like a split second, expected to see the. Uh, the giant Green Goblin that we saw in the Miles Morales film after the first failed attempt at an injection in the neck. Um, oh, okay, yeah. I thought I thought we were going to see some because he, he got hit with it, and he's like, oh, well, you failed, you know? Yeah. And then he took off, and then he started whooping everybody's ass again. I was like, are we going to see this? And that's where this extra strength is coming from, you know? Because he was also a part of making that specific remedy that he got the injection from, too. Right. I, I think he had a I hand think he, in yeah, it. I think he uh, yeah. messed <clears throat> with it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he could have screwed with it and even made himself even more powerful. Mm -hmm. He right. could that because Goblin was the one that was technically in control at that moment, he mm -hmm. could have made it so that, you know, Norman never came back. He right. could have had full control. And, and that's what I, I was hoping and expecting to see in that moment, you know, but I mean, I don't know. I just, I like the film. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the ultimate thing for me, the, the ultimate, like my biggest moment was at the very end we have, we have, <clears throat> so like my biggest problem, like not my biggest problem, but like a problem that I've had with these last three Spider-Man is that we've had a very, very, very fortunate Peter Parker who got to meet Iron Man and kind of get under his wing within the first year of him being Spider-Man, right? Because he mentioned like he got bit six months ago in, in Civil War. Yeah. And then, so... We, wow, I didn't realize really, how short that time frame was. Yes, he he was not Spider-Man very long. <clears throat> he was beating up street thugs and then became an Avenger. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then Vulture, Mysterio, yeah. So, no, he's super inexperienced. And now, with the end of the spell, with, with him taking the, the ultimate sacrifice, realizing what it really takes to be Spider-Man, and that's to protect everyone around you. And the only way that he could do that was that no one remember him. Like, could you imagine, man, changing your whole life and you know no one is going to know who you are or care and you're going to lose your girlfriend, your best friend, you've already lost your aunt, you lost Happy, like everyone, just so things could go back to being right. He didn't even graduate high school, man. At the end, you see the GED book in GED his book. box. Yeah, yep. yeah, that was a good and little... Dude, he's 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 got to get, you know, he's like into the real world now. And now we have a true loner Spider-Man, no toys, so in his own suit. And I like seriously, when I saw that material on the table uh, in the sewing machine, yeah. uh, I went, I was like, oh, my God. And then you see his classic suit. No yeah, freaking I was, say, tech. I was yeah. like, I mean, I literally I, I went. Like, I mean, I lost it. I, like, I lost it because I was like, that is what we want. That Spider-Man right there that nobody knows that's like, who is this guy? You know, he's, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if from the next Sony movie that we see him in, he's, he's, he's working for Joe Jonah Jameson, you know, <laughs> Jameson still hates Spider-Man, yeah. but he just doesn't know who he is now because he, you know, can't even explain that. But we, we've got a, a young Spider-Man who's going to college and, uh, you know, living by himself. And I don't know. I, that's what I am most excited about the way they ended it 
which I thought was going to be, honestly, yeah. Madam Webb coming in and being like, listen here, Strange, taking him by the ear, being like, you need to quit doing this stuff. Send Toby back, send Andrew back, and then poof like she's gone like it never happened yeah. you know i that's what i really thought i really thought madam webb was going to be in this movie um you know well I, with okay. the with the end there when they wiped the mines and stuff and then he walked mm -hmm. into the cafe yes. I, yeah. me right there i 100 percent thought that she was gonna be like just kidding i know who you are because i thought they I were know, gonna I thought he was going to change the spell to where they them two kept their memories but everybody else forgot I thought Doctor Strange was gonna do that for him, cause I was, cause the way that she was staring at him playing it, it was like, can I help you? No, I'm just kidding. Well, I know who you that, are. But, but yeah. that's, that's because it was be a two. He, because he worded the spell differently. Not yeah. that they forgot who Spider Man was. They forgot who Peter Parker, yeah, Parker was. was, and that's yeah. right. And that's the that's the sacrifice. Like you said at the beginning to intro the the podcast, James, to find out what it really means to become Spider Man, because that would yep. be it, man. Oh, You'd yeah. have to. You'd have to sacrifice everyone you love to not lose them in a worse way. And so it's... we're going to go around the table right here and we're going to find right. out which of the three is your favorite Spider-Man. We're going to go. Well, let's go. Hold on. We'll go this route. Dylan, which one of the three is your favorite Peter Parker? Andrew Garfield. Okay. Renamar, favorite Peter Parker. So... I will say for a Peter Parker, yep. I'm gonna go with Tobey Maguire. Josh, you're Peter Parker. I will agree with the other Josh, Tobey Maguire. All right. So my favorite Peter Parker is Tom Holland. Tom Holland, best Peter Parker. I think nothing of Tobey Maguire in anything. Uh, Dylan, your your favorite Spider Man. My favorite Spider Man is Andrew Garfield, man. Right tomorrow, and... favorite Spider Man. Tom Holland. Josh, favorite Spider-Man? Tom Holland. Andrew Garfield, hands down, best Spider-Man. He played, he played the Spider-Man, even his suit. If you've watched the yes. films, his suit is the best suit out of all of them. It is. Yes. Watch the movies again. Andrew, or uh, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. It is a skin tight, no wrinkled, nothing suit. When he's flying around and everything, it looks like it's painted on. It looks completely CG like it is, but it looks completely painted on. Tom Holland, same way. No wrinkles or anything. Andrew Garfield, when he swings around, the suit looks like one of those Paris suits where it's a freaking suit. It's not a skin-tight suit. It looks right. like a real Spider-Man suit, like it's something you're actually wearing. And it's cool that they put it in with the CG as when he's wearing the actual suit too in the film. You've got those wrinkles when he's floating around and stuff. It looks like it's moving. It doesn't look stationary, sucked to him like the other you're suits. Talking, you're specifically talking be, about though. the That's scene. The problem. You're talking about the scene in Amazing Spider-Man 2 where he's diving down yep. and we yep. see the and part in his the... back. And it's like... Yep. Mm -hmm. It makes it more realistic and brings me into... Plus, That's not realistic, though, because it's supposed to be skin tight. It's not it's supposed not. Exactly. to move. What it's not supposed to move. Name it's one a super suit, suit. One suit that you have that you have no wrinkles in. And if it's not painted on, how do you have no wrinkles? It's physically impossible. You can't. It's a skin tight suit. It's supposed to. Name a skin it's tight not, suit. It's not name, supposed to move. Name a skin tight suit. Real real nowadays, any, even tights have wrinkles in them. Name a skin tight suit. Even the morph suits that you wear have wrinkles in them. You cannot have a suit skin tight enough where there's no wrinkles in it. 
They can't. You couldn't move. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Yeah, you can. It's you, a movie. You mean you mean you mean the suit that uh, uh, Ralphie's little brother wore in Christmas Story? <laughs> <laughs> There's no wrinkles. That he can't move. All right. So we we went around the table. We discussed what we thought about this movie. Um, we definitely have three agreeing with the audience at almost hundred percent. I am more around the 94%. Um, would I say don't That's see the movie? No. I would say go see this movie. This is it's one, it's a Marvel movie. It's awesome. But I definitely too much stuff. don't go in with the hype. I, I'll tell you that right now. That is my recommendation. Do not go in with the hype that you're hearing everybody say Ooh. that it's awesome and it's gonna be a like because it is not. It is not it's not mind blowing at all. Fair assessment. I mean, especially if you've listened to the hype, when you see the three characters come in, you're, you're, I don't know, you'll be sitting there like me, like, oh, okay, it's cool. Especially the way they came in. Um, I still feel like, I 100% feel like he should have flown in, kicked Lizard, landed, and then Peter, Tom Holland, land next to him, and he pulls his mask off, and then we see that it's Andrew Garfield. Yeah, but then you wouldn't be able to get none of the whole like thing of them actually getting to actually see each other, talk to each other and stuff like that. If you did that right in mid action, you wouldn't get none of that. Well, do it earlier. Well, before the do it earlier. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand what you're talking about. Or the intro with 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 MJ and stuff like that. That was definitely slow. They shouldn't have done it that way, but it gave time to be able to sit and talk all the Peters talk and everything like that. And, you know, know what's going on. And to bring your thing of the uh, the dark side of the Spider-Man, I love that when, you know, they two joined um, Tom Holland's on the roof, that Andrew Garfield's mentioned that. He went after that Gwen Stacy happened. He went full rage. He stopped pulling his punches and everything. He talked about that, and that was such a great part of that storyline. Mm-hmm. And I think if you try to change that up and stuff with jumping into the action and everything like that, it's I, it would have been harder to get through that kind of thing. Mm. I know what you guys are saying, but I still think the story was, I don't know. I feel like it was lacking. I don't think there was enough story to keep me a hundred percent engaged. That's um, I, I would have like, I would have loved to see a lot more done with it that they could have for sure. I, yeah. I felt like the uh, the rooftop scene, um, it kind of addressed like how you'd kind of like deal with someone his age in that situation, you know? Because, yeah. I mean, young kids these days, they, they need a freaking safe space in their school so they could deal with their emotions, right? And that's kind of what uh, Ned and, um, and MJ provided for him for the first two seconds of that rooftop scene. But then when the other two spiders came and say, hey, like, this is kind of the, you know, this is kind of a part of being Spider-Man. Yeah, you know, I lost my Uncle Ben. And the other one's like, well, I, I lost my version of MJ. So you need to, like, remember that with great power comes great responsibility and man the hell up. Okay. And that's kind of what happened. I'm glad you brought that up. That was one scene. I don't know about you guys, but that scene 100% gave me Spider-Man versus Superman vibes. Spider-Man versus Superman? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Superman versus Batman? Or, I mean, Superman versus Batman vibes. <laughs> That gave me a hundred percent Superman versus Batman vibe. That was his when, version of Martha. When yeah, when he said, <laughs> when he said 
when he said that when he said great responsibility and all that and they were like what you where'd you hear that from that gave me martha where'd you hear that name <laughs> i was like no don't do dc stuff i mean i i understand well, it and stuff but obviously they poked fun at dc for sure with Probably. flashpoint and on the book that flash wrote oh yeah flash thompson the, yeah. the flashpoint Two hearts in a, about a hundred different stories. Yeah. That's yeah. literally just talking about the Flash. And <laughs> again, we got to it first. We got our multiverse and the hell with you guys. All right. So with that being said, definitely go see this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, I wanted to thank the Filmcore crew members, which if you guys are watching the podcast, you guys are going to be receiving this shirt after your fourth installment of the uh, website. We are getting away from Patreon, as you heard last podcast. We are moving forward with strictly on the Filmcore Digital website. Um, so go check that out, sign up. But I am going to thank our Filmcore crew members right now, and those are Vicky and David Ingblom, Dustin Clark, Bobby Saravanera, Little Thrusty, Danny Galwin, Carl Robbins, and Dylan Painter. Appreciate all your support that you guys show Filmcore Digital. And if you guys want to be a member, of the crew go check out filmcoredigital.com and hit that become a member section um so with that we got that out of the way josh redemar and i were talking a little bit ago about bringing miles morales into this whole thing yes because tom holland is talking about uh giving it up he wants to see a more diverse which i understand three movies that's cool um plus the avenger movie so we've seen we've seen him a lot but we were talking about how to bring him in here because he said one of those three have to die to bring morales in and i said no we just get a generic person like me i'll come in play spider-man for that one scene where i die like the spider-verse movie just to bring it doesn't have to be anything extravagant where holland dies um no because it's not there i don't think i see that's where we disagreed i don't think it's any three of those universes at all it's a different one. It's a totally different. Uh, Miles Morales. Yeah, Miles Morales mm-hmm. is not in any of their Earths. All three of them, not one but of them. But then, then they, then they be, would be doing it wrong if they did it that way, because be in the comic books and stuff, Miles Morales is in the same universe as Spider-Man. Peter, as Peter Parker. Spider-Man. Yeah, but Peter what's Parker. Peter Parker? It's not Tom Holland's the Peter Parker. Actual regular Peter Parker, not Peter B. Parker, not. That's Toby what I'm saying. Parker, like which. Which one of those three characters is well, the real Peter Parker? Because you're you're gonna look at it the way Marvel's gonna do in the MCU. It's gonna be Tom Holland Spider Man. It's gonna be his universe. It can't going be. forward. Okay. It's still gonna be his universe going forward. Then it wouldn't line up with the comics. It can't be. Yeah, you can't, the comics. What are you talking about? The comics. Miles Morales is the same. He's in the same comics. He's in the same universe as Spider Man. But so not Tom come in after Spider Man dies or something like they, that. There is no such thing as Tom Holland Spider Man in the comic books. It's just Peter Parker. <laughs> okay. So Wait, where are you getting at with the Tom okay, Holland thing? That's I don't what, understand. That's what I'm saying. Tom Holland. This, there's no Mary Jane and and Tom Holland's Peter Parker Spider Man. There's no Mary Jane. Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Peter Parker had Mary Jane. But we already know everything's already different with this MCU universe and stuff. So right. there's I no mean, way that they're going to do it that way. They're just going to put Miles Morales in Tom Holland's universe. Yeah, so we keep messing around, and Miles Morales is going to end up being a Filipino kid, all right? <laughs> 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 I mean, Miles Morales, okay? And it's not going to work out too great. 
It will. It will. I think it will, definitely was a good little Easter egg that they popped in there when Jamie Foxx was like, "Oh, I thought she'd be black." Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 I was from cool nod. Yeah. yeah, that was that was a good little little pop. And to be honest with you, the second credit scene, I was be like, I was hoping, oh yeah, they go Miles Morales, baby, come on, just put it in there. We'll just get on to it to the next movie and shit. It would be awesome. Or even a Spider Gwen, because I know that. Um, yeah. Because Tom Holland actually called out Spider Gwen and Spider Woman in an interview, um, saying that he feels that those should be the next big projects. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, he but if you're gonna universe. give me a Spider Gwen, I do want to. A different universe. If we're gonna get a Spider Gwen, I want to see a Miles Morales because of the fact that they did interact heavily in um, Into the Spider Verse, and I know we're getting another Into the Spider Verse film. Across, um, yeah. Maybe if we're lucky, that it, that Into the Spider Verse film will start off as a cartoon, and the next time someone gets sucked yes. into a portal, yes. he ends in the real world. The real world. That's yeah. exactly what I told Terry. I, I, oh my that's God. what I was thinking too. After when the credits started rolling on this Spider-Man movie, because it was kind of like a graffiti type, mm-hmm. you know, they've credits and stuff. That, yeah. Yeah. They've all, they've all yeah. three been like a like a kid's journal type. Yeah. Thing. So I, I thought the same thing. That's why I was like, man, give me Miles Morales in the end credit scene. Come on, baby. I would love to see a live action Spider-Man 2099. Because the oh, yeah. across the universe one in the trailer I, when they brought him we're, in, we're getting awesome. something that has to do with twenty nine, aren't we? Yeah, across yeah, the universe, uh, across, across the universe, universe. the second Oscar Spider Verse, yeah. Isaacs. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that yeah. would be awesome to bring in a twenty ninety nine. Because, dude, in the first Spider Man, no, not the first one, the second one, No Way Home, or I mean Far From Home, they were in mm-hmm. the bus or whatever, and he was making the new suit. Yeah, was happy and and twenty nine nine was on there in the van. Yeah, yeah. Twenty nine nine was on there, and I was like, oh. And he was just playing the PS four game on that massive thing. That's all it was. Yeah. <laughs> just picking <laughs> yeah. the suits. Yeah. <laughs> but that that would be cool. Um, so they definitely can go really far with the Spider Man movies. I don't think, um, I don't think we're gonna not see a Spider Man movie for a while. Like I think no, we're gonna we'll continue play. making them. In our time, we're going to get a lot more Spider-Man movies. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, Tom Holland might have been signed up for more films in his yeah, contract. It's, it's, yeah, it's actually, they have confirmed, Sony and Marvel confirmed three more Spider-Man movies. And Kevin Feige, after the release of this one, said that uh, number four is already in the works. Yep. And the so, they just announced, Feige also just announced that Sony and Marvel, I mean, Sony and Disney are finally coming together and talking the contract for everything. Yes. Yes. And if nobody did hear before the whole like wow moment of seeing Charlie Cox, you know, Matt Murdock, which I was kind of disappointed of only as Matt Murdock, but yeah, it was a good intro to it. Um, you know, Kevin Feige prior to this movie releasing said that he is coming back in the MCU, not no TV yep. show or nothing like that in the MCU. Yep. And the fact if you guys have been watching the Hawkeye, anybody? Mm-hmm. Has everybody yep. caught up on it? Oh, yeah. Yep. Off, oh, yeah. All five episodes? Okay. Oh, yeah. Kingpin. That Man. one right there was freaking massively huge for me. And it's so, Vincent. It's Vincent again. Dude. It's Vincent it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's yes. awesome. That is so, so did you guys see uh, in the scene where uh, uh, Doctor Strange busts out the mirror dimension and he's running from him and stuff? When the buildings are folding in and stuff of each other, there is a rogers uh as whatever story poster that that musical that hawkeye's oh, in at yeah, the beginning yeah, yeah. that poster was in far from home uh no way home yep i so that i was like okay there's our click right there it is happening the same time as hawkeye currently like yeah it, like 
And that's the funny thing, too, because me and my wife were talking about that, too. Like, how do they not know if it's happening at the same time what's going on? Right. Like, it's just so weird. Like, the Hawkeye's, like, they're happening at the same time, but Hawkeye's over here doing his thing. Yep. Yeah. And, like, he's on the other side of New York, and Spider-Man's over here doing his thing. And, like, they don't, <laughs> it's like, you don't yeah. understand. Like, Especially everybody inside know. New York. Like, there's so many characters that are in New York. And they don't yeah. know what's going on. It's like New York's exactly. like a big country, and they they're on their own parts, and nobody Where's the hears. Rest of the Avengers that were like based in New York and stuff, and they're like, I, I don't know, whatever. Oh, Let Spider-Man yeah. figure it out. Yeah. The, um, so Captain it was cool. America, he's busy. <laughs> yeah, wow. It was cool to see. Uh, I watched a clip before we did the podcast today. Um, William Defoe only agreed to do repraise his. Uh, cameo or his mm -hmm. role as Green Goblin, if he could do like majority of his own stunts, action his own stunts. and gain of yes. all the action. So that was yes, really I cool. At his age, um, damn, he body slammed someone through eight floors as an old man. I know, a right? sixteen-year-old <laughs> man. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure that Amazing. was all practical. I think that was all breakaway floor. I think they were on wires, oh. and uh, I think they went all through that, like the the Rock and uh, Jason Statham wow. in. Uh, Fast and the Furious, where they went through that wall. Like sometimes you can really kind of nitpick and see where the CGI is on that, and those floor breaks and stuff like that. And it just it really seemed like it was really going through themselves. Yeah. One one of the things um I I'm actually very interested to see uh, if we're skipping all the way to the to the first of the end credits, where we see that little bit of symbiote that was left behind. Yes. Oh my. Yes. Because. I'm thinking, could that be the opportunity to introduce Deadpool? Because not long ago, they introduced that Eddie Brock wasn't the first human to have Venom. It was supposed to be Deadpool. And that could be a segue in if, you know, Deadpool ends up being the first one to come in contact with this Venom, this, you know, Tom Holland versus Venom. Right. And then that way, you know, you have all this extra stuff coming out, and then you'll see Deadpool arrive in the universe. That'll also be eventually how Peter gets his, his own black uniform, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then eventually from that time, because he's loner, he doesn't have Aunt May, he doesn't have anybody to yeah. keep him in check. It would be a perfect time to, oh, yeah. to show a super dark side of, of and then on top of that, um, the Flash Tom I feel like the Flash Thompson that he has in his universe that he's gonna be attending college with is i mean and now this is looking at the animated series the ultimate spider-man this is where i see the opportunity for them to bring in agent venom i don't know if you guys yeah, know who oh, that I is not. I, i'm but, familiar but i hope they don't use him man yeah, and that, and that's the thing oh no he would have to hit like a gross spur and put on some muscle to be that character and be yeah. a different person yeah I yeah because it, it would really have to be because they like we talked about it and i told her you know like after eddie brock was flash thompson which as you've seen in that credit scene Eddie Brock got taken back to his universe and stuff, so we don't have that in right. Tom Holland's universe. So the next person would be Flash Thompson, and you know we talked about that and stuff. But yeah, you're right that that yeah. character and the, who they picked as Flash Thompson and stuff is just not right to no. be. Yeah, but hypothetically, if they were to use him as Flash Thompson, this is the first time we're seeing a Spider-Man whose Flash Thompson is absolutely obsessed with him in a positive light, the exact same way the flash thompson that becomes agent venom is because he's he is that particular flash thompson is obsessed right. with um spider-man because that's his role model that's his hero and that's the same thing we see when yeah. you see 
uh, Agent Venom in the Ultimate Spider-Man uh, animated series, where he's just like, oh my god, it's Spider-Man, he's my hero, he's my everything, I want to be just like him, and that's what inspires him from being the Venom we all see on the street, or, I mean, in the movies, like, where he's, like, this big aggressive thing, to being more of a hero and i think that's also where that little bit of symbiote that we saw i think that's where that little bit is going to go to because if it was the full-on venom you'd have him wanting to eat everybody's brains which is what tom hardy's drunkenly telling the bartender he's like no it's not an alien because if it was all they'd want to do is eat your brains (laughs) (laughs) you know but now you got that just that little bit of symbiote you know that's more than likely just going to give someone the ability Probably Deadpool. Eventually, you'll see Flash Thompson, and we'll see Agent Venom. And even though that kid's not my first pick for it, I think the quote-unquote college life for that cinematic universe is what's going to transform him. He'll get, you know, he'll hit a growth spurt, be a little bit taller. He'll be more physically fit. He'll be more mature, less of an asshole, and primed to become the character that you know we would like him to be. Well, taller, I don't think is going to be able to happen for him because Hollywood. Listen, they're going to lower the camera. They're going to lower the camera. There are some people that on camera look tall as hell in real life. They're short. Thicker shoes, like they did with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. There you go. I mean, so some fun facts about this film. Apparently, Alfred Molina Molina was de-aged digitally for all his scenes. I was wondering because he looked fantastic. He did. I don't know what he looks like now. I, I was like, I, I didn't really look and see what he looks like. A little um, bit chubbier and uh, more wrinkles and stuff. Uh, apparently, and more gray hair. <laughs> apparently, Benedict Cumberbatch uh, said that he did not read the full script because he wanted to yes. be surprised Correct. when he um, does his roles, which is awesome. But it's like you gotta you gotta read it right then and get it done. But that's what real good actors do. So that was cool. Um, oh, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but when uh, Doctor Strange punches him into his uh, what is that called the astral astral form? If you notice around Peter Parker's head, it was the old animated spider spider sense. sense. Yep. When it came out, really? yeah, I did not I notice that. Yeah, yeah, my wife noticed that, that too. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the little wavy lines. Yep, the, the wavy, wavy, the wavy lines. lines. If mm-hmm. you want, if you want to talk about that for a second, then what would you guys' opinion on how he was able to still move the box around away from Doctor Strange? No, oh, I, I was know. cracking up with that one. I, I don't know. That was the yeah, spider sense. I, that'd be I my only thing too. Sense. Was the spider sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think be. the sense beats the estral thing. It can it's, overpower. It's physical. Yeah, yeah. It's not not spiritual. Yeah, yeah, his spider sense is going to protect him no like, matter what. I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that was a, that was a funny scene. I mean, we. It was. Yeah, that was, that was Marvel part, does man. so good with that throwing in like slight comedies. But like I said earlier, there's comedy that did is unnecessary. But they're, yeah, but they're really that's the thing it. too, and that's and that's why I like the way that they brought the Peters together and stuff because that bromance and that comedy that they all three had for each other and stuff. Yeah, especially Andrew and Toby. I think it made that whole relationship a little bit better for the movie and stuff, and it just it just seemed a lot cooler. Yeah. Uh, did anyone else notice when they um when the when um Toby and uh, Holland 
were pointing at him saying, no, 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 you're, you're amazing Spider-Man. You're yeah, amazing yeah, Spider-Man. You're amazing, man. You're amazing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, no. It's like, no, 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 no. You're neighborhood friendly. You're yeah. amazing. I'm ultimate. Let's just so, get that yeah, on. The, the, best part, the best part that they touched on, because all of us fans know this part right here, is where Tobey Maguire's comes out of his hand because we have always made fun of it that he has always had it and they made fun of it they made light yep. of it in the movie and that like, does it come out of anywhere else yeah, like, that was, yeah, so yeah. Awesome. <laughs> that was that just was great that was so cool to touch on what about the villain silhouettes that you see in the break like we see yes. the like cartoon version of rhino where yep. it's not yes. a mechanized suit yep. you know yeah but yeah that, there was a few other ones in there i think my wife saw craven where was and, vulture uh, how did Vulture not come into this film at all? Because he's gonna be a Morbius. Uh, technically, he's in jail. Yeah, he's gonna be a Morbius. His film. He's gonna be a Morbius though, so yeah, that's gonna well, be a good tie-in too. Because the thing is, like, you re realize we had almost every Sinister Six character in this yep. film. Yep, almost. We technically had Sinister Five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Vulture was number six. What happened? <laughs> they forgot to break him out of jail. That's what yeah. happened. Um. Yeah. So apparently, Tom Holland helped save this movie. From being canceled with really? the oh. re with the renegotiations between uh sony and disney yes, um yes. he agreed upon everything to keep this movie going so it's part of the mcu but it's still part of oh, sony, that's probably sony how he has like the six movies to go they said that if it wasn't for tom holland renegotiating and accepting all that this movie wouldn't have been made Wow, Tom's a real oh, hero here. Yep. So I mean, yeah. I mean, what it takes right to there. be Spider-Man. That's right. Sacrifice. Do you guys think that uh, Tom Holland and Zendaya will break up in real life now that they no longer need an on-screen uh, chemistry? Yes. I didn't even know they were dating. Well, I don't think it'll last anyways. Just I think they only got together so they could have that emotional feeling, so it could be more authentic on screen. Are I think dating? now that the, they yeah, were, dating. they have been for a while. Oh wow. But it, I, I think now that in the series that they're going to be completely separated, that it's going to be like, eh, no, we're not dating anymore. You know, we went no, on to bigger, I, better I, things. I think they didn't, they didn't even want to do a sex scene in the back. film because of them. They were like, no, we don't want that. You know, like, they'll, they'll come, they'll get back together, I think. And, and that thing in the coffee shop, you know, I, I knew like instantly being Spider Man, he's not going to tell her. He is not going to tell her. Uh, I, I think. I think we're going to see a new Gwen appear in Tom Holland uh, when he goes to college. That's definitely possible. Absolutely. Yeah, possible. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm not mistaken, he does meet Gwen in MIT in, in, the, in the series. The, and the that's when they can bring in Spider-Gwen. Mm -hmm. maybe, yeah. maybe it's an alternate she came over and she's Well, Spider-Gwen would be like a Mor and Morales she's lost field. And just got stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, that, that, that spell would have sent her back. That spell would have sent yeah, her back. Yeah, that spell would have sent her back. Because but... technically Venom was lost too. Yeah, you know, when being from a different universe in general, I mean that'd be that'd be hard to do. But Tom Hardy was absolutely mind blown when they were explaining. He's like, "So everyone here has superpowers." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This big purple guy just you know, yeah, he did what now? Avengers and everything. He's like, "What's an Avengers?" He's like, "That's awesome, but what is it?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that a band? Are you in a band? Yeah, band. Oh, that that was the funniest thing for me. Their, like, their interactions <laughs> with each other was probably one of my favorite parts because when yeah. they're all interacting with each other and stuff and then in the lab when he's like hey peter and they're all like who peter yeah. peter no this peter parker. like we're all peter parker, parker. we're all parker <laughs> uh, like you the one with the computer <laughs> um so this is the longest spider-man movie out of all the spider-man movies it just be amazing spider-man 2 
I still want the director's wow. cut. You want the director's cut? <laughs> yes, I, I, I want that extra thirty minutes where we see a fight scene. Something. That, that's where Marvel's not going to be like DC. <laughs> Give me the Snyder cut. I need to see. I want. Uh, yeah. I want a four-hour yeah. Spider-Man movie. So let's, I would not. I would not hate on it if they did it right. I would not hate on it. So for the last ten minutes, let's get off topic. We have talked about Spider-Man enough. Um, we don't want to hype Have it up any more than it needs to be. We don't want to mislead anybody saying they're going to go see a great movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. No, it's it's a good movie, everybody. Uh, definitely, definitely check this movie out. Um, it was it was good. So, off topic. Any films coming out? Uh, Josh uh, Redemar and I were just talking about this a little earlier. There's not a whole lot of really good movies coming out until mid later February. next year yeah you got john wick three and a half coming out next week uh, that's where we find out that the dog was never real uh, and never that the real. first three yeah. films the first three films are just a, a simulation in the matrix and he well, wakes up you and do the, you do the half it's up based on the sidekicks like yeah well matrix <laughs> matrix is matrix is our next film it is the next podcast for next sunday yeah um super excited about that because I, I do like them so it comes out next wednesday we will be doing the podcast on that um what what do, what do you guys what are you guys seeing what what is anything interesting i watched uh forest saves christmas a few days ago As forest, forest Gump special forest Gump? yeah no uh oh shit <laughs> what's his name ernest ernest okay oh, 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 yeah, John Cena. Okay, John Cena's yeah, got John a new movie. Cena. Yeah, John Cena uh, saves Christmas. Uh, now I wasn't new, but yeah. uh, it's just you know old and it's so good. Uh, w we watched that and we watched Jingle All the Way. Oh man, uh, totally. That's... Jingle All the Way is like the best worst Christmas movie ever. I yeah. I was like, I looked at my wife. I was like, I should have left that in the nostalgic bank. Like yeah, that yeah. one's. It was. It was. was not... But it's not as bad as their their copy of it. Deck the halls. With Matthew Broderick oh. and Danny DeVito, I guess I never saw it. It's almost mm -hmm. the same movie. It's <laughs> it's it's not good. Um, it's not good. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for Morbius. You know, we talked about it earlier. That comes out in January. Um, yeah. I'm really excited about Morbius, man. Jared Leto looks like an awesome, awesome Michael Morbius. It's gonna be a cool. So I was gonna say casting um, pick for that with Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With um, with you know Morbius coming out. In the trailers for Morbius, we see several different indications for uh, which Spider-Man's verse is he really a part of. You know, we've got like a poster on the wall with one yeah. uh, of Spider-Man's. Are we sure about that? Yeah, because it's guess, on the. It had a it's a different. Yeah, it's a, yeah, but but that suit so we see man, that does but, not look like any Tom Holland suit. You're though. right. Yeah, that's be, what I'm getting at. The suit that you see for the wet when he's actually like like web slinging. That is a completely different suit. That looks like something from like Toby's, you know, outfit or something like that. Yeah, fair game. point. I don't know. So, I just, I, I guess, I assume because Vulture, but yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. Because of yeah. that tie-in, you it's just, gotta, it's yeah, gotta be. Like, I mean, that, that's the one I would believe would be the safest one to say, but it's just gonna be like, where do we really go? Because I mean, things can easily appear if. If a portal was to truly open up the way it did in Into the Spider-Verse and all this crap just falls through the portal, that could have been that. Well, see, it's yeah. got to be, it's just from this connection right here, it has to be the Tom Holland connected with Venom and Morbius 
because one at the end of uh what movie was it that the cut scene was uh carnage right at the end of there he saw spider-man on tv you can't see somebody in a different universe on tv so it was so venom we we agree that venom and tom holland are in the same universe yeah no 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 because no, no. then that's he got transported to that universe in that yeah by the by the spell right. yeah and then he saw him on the tv that's what that was that was a transportation mm-hmm. into that universe okay mm-hmm. so and that's why he got transported out in this end credit scene Okay, so then there's more plot holes because there's no way that Morbius can be with Tom Holland and because he, and knew he knows who Venom. who Venom is. Right. So because he that, says that, that is a solid Morbius. point. So there's no way that, that is a solid point. There's no way that, now, that will but work. the other thing though could be um maybe it's a completely separate dimension where for him Venom was a movie just like it was for us. I guess we'll find out in but, January. But the also, <laughs> right. also, see, it also ties in because even one, he says, "I'm Venom." No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm your, your, your doctor or whatever. Um, but also, all the cops say we haven't seen anything this bad since since San Francisco, San Francisco yeah, which is Venom, yeah. which is which is Venom, yeah. So they okay. are. Right, in, so that he's so in that the confirms same. that then. Yeah. So and then you got, the, but then you have Vulture though. So Vulture. Which doesn't Tom make Holland. sense because that's Tom Holland's. So exactly. Unless, unless when maybe Michael Keaton is just somebody that, different in that film. In the time that Carnage came, or after Carnage, when he got transported, in that time, Venom that we didn't see did enough for the police to know who Venom is and who Morbius knows who Venom is because he watched the news that before he got transported back, they know who Venom is. You know what the Venom, Venom wasn't even he wasn't in San Francisco at that time. He was in vacation in somewhere. Yeah. He was, was in Mexico. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so so plot holes we're we're gonna have to figure out. But I want to end the yeah. podcast with the knowledge from these fellow crew members here on Spider-Man. So I have 10 Spider-Man questions, and I want to see who can get them right. Uh if you guys okay. are listening, before we give the answers, go ahead and jot your answers down, see how many that you get right. And uh, play along. Uh, how, how are we answering? Are you going going around the table or? No, everybody just yeah, saying. We'll, well, I'll go around. You give me your answer. Um, if you hole, yeah. if you agree with it, then you agree with it. If you change it, you change it. All right. So, All right. first question number one: What comic book did Spider Man first appear in? Done. Got it. Go. It's uh, Fantastic Four. Redemar, what do you think? What do you said? Fantastic Four. Correct. Uh, that is incorrect. No, it was actually really? it was something. It was something. Um, what was is it? it, it wasn't even called Torch. Nope. No, it wasn't even Spider-Man at all. It wasn't. It was. What was it, James? What was the answer? The answer is Amazing Fantasy number fifteen. Yes. yes. Uh, First right, appeared yeah. in that. Can you give us the multiple choice? Do you want multiple right. choice? You guys want the multiple yeah. choice? I was just see if you guys can throw it off your head, but I can give you the multiple uh, choice. Um, I'll go I with really either thought, way. Whatever. I really thought that it was Fantastic Four, but no, right. yeah, no, it, it, it's one hundred percent Amazing Fantasy. Yeah, I'm no, looking I, at the cover right now, and I know that cover. Well, you better turn the it's Amazing off Fantasy over number fifteen. Look at, yeah, look at Cheater McCheater over here. I was fact checking. <laughs> right. Well, we all know fact checks are just opinions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Okay, so number two, who was the first supervillain Spider-Man ever encountered? Super villain? Define yep. super villain. What defines the first villain? villain? Who was the first yeah. villain he's encountered? <laughs> and no, it's not the guy that the wrestling guy that killed Uncle Ben. Uh, 
No, no, no. Bone saw is ready. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am actually gonna man. I'm digging deep here, and I want to say it's chameleon. Okay, we got chameleon on the table. What do you got, Redemar? Um, I'm gonna go with rhino. Rhino. What do you got, Shepard? I'm just gonna stick with the classic and go with the green goblin. All right. What do we got, James? All right. So we got zero points on the board still. <laughs> Issue 18 of Amazing Fantasy, he battled the Living Battery Supercharger. Okay, lame. Yep. Right. Yeah, right. That's you why talk they, the Duracell Bunny? That's why they changed yeah. it. It's a Spider-Man, the spectacular Spider-Man and yeah. everything like that. That's, that's why they, they changed it from Amazing Fantasy to Spider-Man, its own thing, gave him its own characters. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what supervillain kidnapped and murdered Peter Parker's girlfriend, Gwen Stacy. Uh, the Hobgoblin. We got a Hobgoblin on the table. What do you got? I'm going to go with Kingpin. All right, we got Kingpin. Man, I actually would say probably Hobgoblin, but I... In the animated series, I believe it was Hobgoblin. And then um, he was trying to go through like a portal, and I guess Mary Jane died in that sequence. Huh. Well, he said Gwen Stacy. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, well, we asked Gwen Stacy or Mary Jane. It's Gwen Stacy. I meant Mary Gwen Jane. Stacy. Oh, Gwen Stacy. Yes, Gwen Stacy. Yeah, that's what's okay. throwing me off. I don't know. Uh, it's it's a Carnage. Goblin. Yeah, Carnage. And what do you got? I'm I'm sticking with Kingpin. Kingpin. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Hobgoblin. All right, we got zero on the board. This happened. <laughs> <laughs> so this happened in issue 121 of Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, Green Goblin actually kidnapped and killed. Oh. Stan Gwen Stacy and, drop, and dropped her Ooh. off a bridge. Oh, so which kind of corresponded with Amazing Spider-Man Two, but it wasn't the Green Goblin in Spider-Man Two. So I mean, it technically kind of was. Kind of was. Yeah. Yeah. It was just uh, Harry and not. All right, we're gonna get. That's why I said Hobgoblin at first. So I, I, was thinking I, feel, I feel like we're gonna get one point on the board here, guys. We're gonna get at one least, point at least. Yeah. Who bullied? Peter Parker in high school. Flash Thompson. Yeah, Flash, Flash Thompson. Thompson. There we go. We got one point for everybody on the board there. We know our Flash Thompson villains. We're good to go. I, I was going to jokingly be like Aunt May. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, by, the, by the way, a little side tidbit. Did anybody know who the actor is that played Flash Thompson in the Tobey Maguire movie? On the first one? Mm -mm. Everybody knows him from Magic Mike and Deathstroke. Joe, I don't know how to say his last name. Joe Mangelio or something oh, like that. Oh, he yeah. is Deathstroke, dude. Yeah, yeah. that was Flash Holy Thompson crap. in the first movie. <laughs> really? Me neither. Yep. yep. Yeah, he sure That's is. The Tom Holland one, the Tobey Maguire. Yeah, the yeah. Tobey Maguire first movie. I didn't movie. realize that. All right, that question number five. When Spider-Man was first offered membership in the Avengers, he was what? He was required to catch what superpowered being as a test? Superpowered being. Like it's another superhero or? No, it's a somebody that has know. powers. Yeah, he had to catch him. I have a I have a feeling that it's not a Spider-Man villain. Well, no, yeah, because he would have been way too easy to be able to do that. So, is it Deadpool? I'm going with Thanos. All right, we got Thanos. Which is probably not right, but still. What we got, Redemar? I have no idea. Honestly. All right, we got I don't it. know this comic story. Yeah, I'm gonna say Deadpool just for just for giggles. All right. So this happened in issue number three of Amazing Spider-Man Annual. 
And he was offered membership if he could capture the Hulk and return him the to the Hulk. Avengers headquarters. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. What a wow. test. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They're just trolling him. They're like, yeah, let's keep this kid <laughs> yeah. busy. Yeah. All right, question number six. What did Spider-Man bring home from the first Secret Wars? I know this one. I did the symbiote. Mm -hmm. yeah, That's the symbiote. The, that was the first time that we saw that suit. Yeah. Is that what everybody's saying? Yep. And we got two points on the board for everybody. It is it, the black suit. And I recently suit. found out that that was actually a fan's idea back when they did that. Marvel actually put a thing out, contest out saying, hey, you know, you write in your ideas, we might make it into a comic. And that's exactly what happened. Somebody said, hey, you should have a black suit. And boom. Yeah. And also, illustrators really like that because it was way easier to draw. <laughs> Question number seven. Who was the guest speaker at Peter Parker's high school graduation? Oh, I want to go Stark. with Tony Stark. All right, we got Tony Stark. What do you got, Redemar? I said Tony Stark. Tony Stark, what do you got, Dylan? I'm going to say Steve Rogers. You got Steve Rogers? Oh, that would be a good choice, too. Oh, uh, same it is Steve not, Rogers would probably still be on the ice. Amazing Spider-Man uh, issue number 28, J. Jonah Jameson. Graduation. Oh. <laughs> he said, get me a picture of Spider. I'm pretty sure it's a teenager. <laughs> He's in here somewhere. Yeah. Why? You Number eight. Why <laughs> did Stan Lee reject Jack Kirby as the original Spider-Man artist? Wow. That I do not know. I was going to say, we're going to get a little history on this one. Yeah. That I do not know. Because they're both so huge on creating Spider-Man and so many other characters. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, St Steve... Uh, Stan from the like story point and Kirby from the yep the yeah. art yep uh, yeah. I don't know didn't who was it that drew was it Steve Ditko that actually drew Steve yeah, Ditko Steve yeah Ditko. drew Spider Man was that during when their little fallout where he went to Disney no that was or uh, DC but that was way later than Spider Man I don't know what's mm -hmm. the reason all right so apparently. It's because he drew it too heroic. When Kirby showed Lee the first six pages he'd drawn, Lee recalled, I hated the way he was doing it. Not that he did it badly. It just wasn't the character I wanted. It was too heroic. Instead, Lee turned, out, turned to Steve Ditko, who developed a visual style Lee found satisfactory. So it was wow. too, he was just too heroic. He wanted them like we see now, the more geeky kid, teenage, yes. not so yeah. muscular guy. Yeah. So I definitely could see that. Right. Yeah, because Steve absolutely. Stan Lee created Spider Man as a symbol to uh, have faith in the youth. Yep. That's why his color, the, particularly the youth in America, that's yep. why his colors are red, blue, and white. Yep. And why he's actually fully costumed. He's one of the yes. only very few that's fully costumed. Because I just watched this video before we did the podcast that Stanley was talking about that specifically, so that kids can imagine any of them can be Spider-Man. Does not yep. matter yep. what color you yep. are, you know, race, anything. It's yep. just anybody could be Spider-Man, and they specifically did it for that reason. And Stanley was amazing for sure. Um, number nine. What was the first Spider-Man spinoff series? Like comic book was. I guess. Or I guess. <laughs> Doesn't specify. This first spinoff series? First spinoff series. I could be really far off, but I do remember that there was a What If series specifically for Spider-Man that came out um, 
before I was born. So, uh, and I only know this. So not brother- so a couple years ago. No, <laughs> I'm I'm 32. Okay, so this, these um, comics have come out in like the spinoff series. Really, like- I'm gonna go with Fantastic Four. Actually, no, actually, that wouldn't be right. That wouldn't be right. They that's were what I was gonna in. say. Right, they X-Men. were already in. I'm I, I'm not. I don't know. Spider Man and the Hulk. All right, so we got Spider Man and the Hulk. I don't know. What do you got, Redmar? Maybe X Men. Myself, if uh, Fantastic Four is actually right, we got so we got X Men. I don't know, and no, he said Fantastic Four earlier. All right, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll just we'll, go with Fantastic Four. Just go with it. All right, That's well, fine. we got zero points. Yeah, <laughs> it is yeah. the spectacular Spider Man. Well, that's not a spinoff. That's the same thing. It's not. Spider Man, Spectacular Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man, Ultimate Spider Man. Those are all spinoffs of Spider Man. Okay. Yeah, technically, but they're all still the same Spider Man, though. So it's kind we of. Were thinking, we were thinking plus, like actual you character know. spinoffs, you know? <laughs> okay, nah, so it only lasted two issues. Oh. <laughs> but it represents the first Spider Man spinoff publication. <laughs> two issues, as in like only two books, that's it? Yeah, two books, yeah, two comic two books. Wow. wow. So, so, number 10, I feel like everybody's going to end with three points. We'll uh, what color is Mary Jane Watson's hair? Red. Red. Yeah, she's red. Depends on what, what, you know, on no red. <laughs> that is red. Um, there's a whole bunch more, but we're not going to get into those. Um, we, we found that uh, they have some questions out there that these guys can't answer on Spider-Man. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> But that is all the time we have for today. Definitely go check out Spider-Man if you're still here because we gave away spoilers and you left. Um, If you're still here, appreciate you guys listening to the whole podcast. Um, Thank you guys for being on. We're going to have guests on as much as possible. Be cool if we could just have this cast right here, but we don't know. Um, So to sum up, Filmcore has now changed what the film core to the film core cast from now on. That's the name that you're going to see all over everything. Uh, let's go and uh, plug some things away up there. Badger. I know you got some plugging to do. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe a little, you can come check. I, I'm a streamer on Facebook and Twitch, double uh, O Badger and uh, on Facebook gaming and double O Badger underscore on Twitch uh, variety streamer. We're going to not be doing so much right now because the holidays and I'm busy as heck, but um, we, uh, yeah, we're, we're growing, man. We're growing slowly and doing some work with some Facebook partners and I look forward to 2022. It's going to be a good year. Yes, uh, his links will be in the description below, so go click on those and give him a likey-like over there. Redemar, are you up and uh, running your stuff yet, or are you still debating for 2022? Uh, still debating for 2022. got to come up with a name. Yeah. having a hard time with that, just like we were for the, for the new podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, once I have it, I'll, I'll be, be sure to give a shameless plug at some yeah, point. <laughs> that's what we like. We love the shameless plugs in here. Josh Shepard doesn't have anything, do you, Josh? I do not, but I am hoping possibly in this new year that I can start a uh, video game streaming. So. Yep, we are gonna. Yep, we're gonna get that up and running. As always, just, so, just to kind of point, if you guys need any help, feel free to contact me on Discord. I can I can help you. Awesome. At least get you know ideas and whatnot. But anyway, sorry. But as always, you can uh, check out Filmcore Digital on Filmcore uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, Twitter, 
Check out Filmcore Digital if you want to become a Filmcore crew member and get this awesome Filmcore crew shirt right here that we just designed. This is the only one that's out there right now, but there will be a whole bunch more. Definitely go click that link over on the website and uh, appreciate everybody being here and we'll catch you in the next one. Do it, do it. All right. All right.